Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. Okay. There's so much anger behind that. You okay? Yeah. You've put me in a bad mood. Why did I put you in a bad mood, Kelly? Because I think some of your succession takes are just bad. Yeah. I think they're wrong, and I think they're bad, and I'm in a bad mood now. Um. So Kelly and I spent uh, seven minutes during the recording talking about the new HBO show instead of talking about, well, I guess it's not a new HBO show, but the HBO show Succession instead of talking about games. Um, so it won't even be a cold open because I, why would I, I'm not, no. Also a seven minute cold opening sounds a little overwhelming. Don't you think? Yeah, I would say like people would probably be like tune in to hear us talk about video games. And then all of a sudden we would actually just be talking about Succession and they'd be like, this is not the podcast I was promised. You mean exactly what we're doing right now? Well, I said the word video games, so uh, well, I, I think have, we're still safe for SEO I have purposes. something to bring us back on message. All right. Kelly, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Andrew. Not to you. Not no. to me. No. But to talking games with Woo! Kelly and Andrew. Woo! As of May 25th, just a few days ago. We had our second anniversary, which means we are now, as of this episode releasing, in year three of Talking Games. Year three? Yeah, we did year one, then we did year two, and now we're entering year three. Gotcha. We are starting our junior year of Talking Games. Yeah. If we were a dog, we would be allowed to legally drink. In dog years. Well, we're... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're yeah. not, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I am. I mean, I'm not, but I no, am. We just, I think we we just turned two. Oh, but you're right, you're right, you're right. I don't you think know what? there's specific laws to... on dog alcohol, so... I, I didn't go to school to do math, okay? So no. I went to school to do meth, so... Hey! Just kidding, it's a joke. You can edit that out. It's a joke, do everybody. You know who, do you know who else did meth? <laughs> a little man named Gollum? <laughs> Probably. Well, I don't know if you've heard, Andrew, but um, the Gollum video game came out. Uh-huh. Uh, and reviews were um, shockingly low. <laughs> Maybe shocking isn't the right word. I would say but, it was pretty shocking. I didn't expect this. It is the, as of right now, the worst reviewed game of 2023, um, citing a lot of jank, a lot of just unfunness. Um, I don't think this is really that surprising. I think we said continually every time we've covered this game that it looks really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so this isn't particularly shocking to me. I didn't expect it to be one of the worst reviewed video games ever. I didn't bet on that. Are you okay there? Yeah, I just burped. Yeah, no, I heard it running up your body, so (laughs) the listeners will enjoy that. No, please. please. Nope. Nope. Please. Please. (laughs) I can't give away my burps for free on the internet, okay? Well, it's not like giving them away because they have to find them and nobody's going to find this while looking for it. Well, anyway, uh, Kelly, I think this news is shocking and and sad, and I'm totally disappointed that I'm not going to be playing Gollum now. 
Let's check if my library has a copy. I think it might be a little bit sad for the developers, like the designers who maybe spent time on this game and are like disappointed with the final product they shipped. But I guess at the end of the day, you still got paid, you know? Yeah, I'm sure they're a tiny, tiny bit upset, but like they'll be okay. I'm, I'm sure most of the people involved knew what they were doing, you know? Sure. Um. I'm checking, and they do have a copy at a library near me, so I'm probably... I might go get this game. That's... I'm not even sure you'll be able to play it. You might put it into your PlayStation, and it would explode. Uh, but what if I get it for my Xbox? <laughs> I always forget which one you have. I have both. I could... I can... They have both. Yeah, but you use the Xbox more, don't you? No, I use the PlayStation way more. But I thought you had Game Pass. Yeah, but the games I want to play aren't on there, usually. Oh, so you're saying Game Pass is worthless? I'm saying Game Pass doesn't have (laughs) brand new third-party titles. Oh, I see. Anyway, I'm I'm actually probably going to go pick that up now. That's crazy to me. Well, we're going to see each other in a couple weeks. I feel like it'd be fun if I had a copy. I feel like I'd be scared if I saw a copy of it in your house. It'd be like (laughs) the Necromicon from The Evil Dead. I'm... Necronomicon? Necronomicon. That's correct. Yeah. What did you say? Necromicon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the convention for Necroma. <laughs> My favorite fictional character from Lord of the Rings Scotland. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, Kelly, let's get right into the big un the big the big big caboodle, the big kabam, the big Sure. Showcase. Yep. Phil. Phil Jim. is Xbox. <laughs> Jimothy. Jimothy. I, I did is that as we were watching too. I said, uh, "Phil." Phil Spencer. <laughs> he, said, he said, "Where's Phil?" And we're like, "What? What do you mean, Phil?" The only I'll tell you right now. The only man I know <laughs> is Jeff Keeley. <laughs> you don't even know me. No. Okay. Well, Sorry. the other uh, person we watched this with friend of the show Cameron via chat. So we were all talking to each other during the show. And I'm very glad we did that because uh, this was a brutal showcase. It was uh, like an hour and 15 minutes long. Um, it had a ton of live service games and a lot of VR. They promised before the show that there was going to be a lot of reveals of new PlayStation Studios games. And, you know, as I would say fans of like single player narrative adventures here that PlayStation's really good at. I was a little taken aback that every single PlayStation Studios reveal here was a live service game. Most of them were from studios that are unproven, new studios that they bought for the purpose of making live service games, whose names do not carry excitement because they haven't done anything yet. Um, That's just my opinion, I guess. Uh, There were also... Very few release dates, and a lot of the games that we did see that were exciting were cinematic trailers. So you get the fun version, because we're going to break it down for you here and talk about the good stuff, but I'm not going to tell you about, what was the first one called? Fair Games, but with a dollar sign. Fair Game Dollar or Fair Games, but the S is a dollar sign. I think either way... It's stupid. 
Yeah, I don't really care about PlayStation's take on Rainbow Six Siege. But I do care about Phantom Blade Zero. This is from a pretty much brand new studio from Beijing. Um, If you look into their past, they haven't really done anything too notable. They've done little tiny indie titles, so it appears they got some serious funding now. Um, But this is a sort of Souls-like looking game in a uh, Chinese setting, ancient Chinese. Uh, I could not put the timeline here because it is just a trailer. But I think it looks really interesting. I'm a big fan of the the art style. I think the combat looks really fun. Um, The trailer was a a little odd because there's like a lot of camera angles that wouldn't be possible in gameplay, which always makes me feel just like a little weary. But I would say this is one of the highlights of the show. I think it was a really cool looking game and I'm excited to see what these these developers are doing. Yeah, I would agree. I I think that this was kind of a nice um, balm after the beginning of the show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I thought it looked really cool. I don't have any strong opinions on it. I probably won't play it until it's not full price. Yeah, I mean, but I like the be- design aspect. I think that it, it there's a really nice like cohesion mm-hmm. behind the design from what we can see in the trailer. Um, and I think that the combat looks really really fluid, which I like. And I was getting some Lady. Maria vibes from Bloodborne. She's got mm. like swords and they shoot out like blood that turns into fire. It's pretty cool. Anyway, very excited to maybe see more of this game. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. You'll find out. And who sh- knows how long there's no release date. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were saying, so many of these games just like didn't have any sort of release date. They barely even had a window. They basically just had a year, and some of them, not even that. The majority (laughs) of them had no window. The majority, so. Yeah. So uh, this was followed up by a trailer for a new game called Sword of the Sea. It's by the people who made Abzu. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Abzu. And uh, Journey, which, uh, you know, you play a little guy and you're going somewhere. That's kind of the gist of those games, which seems to be the gist of this game, too. Except instead of walking, you're on a cool little sword, which is kind of like a skateboard. Um, this was a pretty quick trailer, just barely a minute, um, and we got no release date, just coming to PS5. So It's gorgeous, though. Yeah, it's very beautiful. I mean, I wouldn't really expect anything less from this particular, from these creators. Um, I think Journey's a really beautiful game. I think Abzu is a really beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this place is called Macropolis. Remember when we were like Necromicon? Yeah. Necronomicon. Macropolacacon. Exactly. Exactly. So. Let's Coming keep, to PS5. Who knows let's when? Let's keep the indie train rolling. We have a multi-platform game that was announced here from the creators of Greece, a very uh, pastel-looking, hand-animated, side-scrolling game. You may be familiar with it. It's G-R-I-S. I've played that game. I loved it. Well, they're making a new game. It's called Neva. It's coming out next year. It's about some kind, a little a lady, uh, and she has a wolf friend who meets a very unpleasant fate. And I wish this wasn't in a trailer because it made me sad. Um, but it appears that you're going to go on an adventure with 
the wolf baby. It's like oh. a a wolf with antlers, and you're gonna go on an adventure with it. And it looks stunning. It is uh, multi-platform, so it's not just PlayStation. But I'm excited to see this. This is one of actually the coolest reveals, I would say. I'm very excited to play this. Yeah. I thought that the a big white wolf, in my mind, always reminds me of uh, Princess Mononoke. And it has that vibe for yeah, absolute I think, certain. I think that's definitely the, the mood here. Mm-hmm. But you're right. This was a very sad trailer. I was, like, very upset watching it. And you guys were all, you guys were yucking it up on the call. You were like, no, what's happening? What's happening? You were like the two old men from the from Sesame Street. <laughs> or the Muppets, I mean. Um, that's I what not, it felt I like. And I was, meanwhile, I was like, wah, wah, It was pretty wah. upsetting. But we were also just having a good time. But they were also showing a dog dying. So that was not a very good time. Yeah. And you know what? We were having a really good time until we saw the trailer for the next game announced. Uh, I had a great time during this trailer. Do not misrepresent my words. I apologize. Um, Have you ever played Splatoon, Andrew? Yeah. Have you ever played Fortnite? Uh, Yeah. I have, actually. Um, Well, if you want a video game that you thought maybe was Fortnite, but actually is just Splatoon, (laughs) you can always play Foam Stars, which is a new Square Enix game announced, uh, which is basically... A Splatoon-esque, a Splatoon copy. But instead of ink, it's foam. Uh, and there's a cast of characters who look like they all belong in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, like and it's available. Wildly. Yeah. And it's available not only for the PlayStation 5, Andrew, but also for the PlayStation 4. Uh, when is it coming out? I guess we'll never know. I mean, we'll eventually know, but I think it's a little upsetting to announce a game like this without even giving a release date. Yeah, uh, it, it it certainly was questionable. Um, That's one way to put it. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's bad. Yeah, I mean, it is literally Splatoon, but yes. less less like imaginative and fun. I think the concept is even fine, but the fact that the art style is like wildly Fortnite-esque, like it is, it looks like they took Fortnite assets and made like a fan game with Fortnite models. Yeah, it yeah, is even so like the little creatures are very Fortnite-esque. Yes, it's just it just it's just doesn't it's not very original. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't look good to me at all. Well, something that probably does look good to you, because it looks good to, I think, everybody that I've talked to. It looks uh, goods. What? You said it looks goods. Do not tease me. <laughs> Please don't tease me. Please don't tease me while I talk about the Plucky Squire. This is, uh, we saw this game last E3 season during the Devolver Digital Direct. This is a game where you play as a little squire. On a storybook page, his name is Jot, which is cute because it's like you're jotting down a note. Mm -hmm. And you have a little mouse friend named Pip, which is precious. And you're able to jump off of these storybook pages and enter what looks like a pretty vast 3D platformer with a lot of collectathon elements, some combat. I I think this game is absolutely stunning to look at. And I'm really, really excited to play it. This is probably one of my, like, most anticipated indies right now. I'm just blown away how good this game looks. 
Yeah. I thought uh, it was nice to see it again because I had kind of forgotten about it. Mm-hmm. It really reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you played these games when you were younger. Do you remember Drawn to Life? Oh, I could see that. Yeah. I think it's just the storybook element. But um, yeah, I, I feel like this was a very impressive trailer. It was nice to see more 3D elements. Um, I'm kind of sad we didn't get a release date beyond 2023, which it's June 2023. So yeah. You know, there's only like six months left of the year. I'm a, I'm kind of happy because we didn't even have that before. So I thought this might be one of those games that slips into 24. So knowing it's this year, I'll take that as a relief. Yeah. Uh, you know what game also uh, perhaps has some um, um, has some elements of um, um, you got this. Um. A little guy. There you go. Mm, yeah, I guess a so. Big guy. So there were some. Uh, there was a a very interesting announcement trailer. Um, which it was funny in the call. We were all trying to guess what it was because there was all sorts of critters, and then the critters were being eaten by bigger critters, and then all of a sudden there was a big snake. Um, because Metal Gear Solid Delta, uh, Snake Eater is coming out. This is a uh, remake of the third Metal Gear Solid game. Um, this was just literally an announcement trailer. It's all we got. No, nothing else. Um, I was not shocked. I think that this was one of those things that was uh, leaked or teased or whatever. We've uh, kind of. I feel like it's been soft leaked for like months. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that this is the game that they chose to remake. I mean, I think because they're calling it Faithful, which means they don't have to hire designers, which means this would be the only one that they could directly remake. Because I feel like 1 and 2 would take some overhauling. So they would have to hire some pretty impressive designers. And I think they're worried about poking that bear. Um. Because yeah, they're not that. calling Kojima back for this by any stretch. No. And I think having designers try to rework Kojima games would be very difficult. Um, so that's my, uh, that's why I assume they're going for three. And maybe they'll remake the rest at some point. Um, but I don't know. It was hard to be excited for this one. Like, I'll probably play it. It's probably going to be good because it's a good game. And if they're just making it visually nice, which it will be. Uh, Konami knows how to make good graphics at the very least. Um, I'm I'm curious to play it, but it's also who knows how far off. Right. We like I said, well, we literally got nothing. So. It, who knows? Add it to the pile of no release date announcements. So true. And then rip off of the pile. Alan Wake 2, a game that previously we knew was coming this year, allegedly, but now we know is coming October 12th, and we got an actual gameplay reveal. Um, I think this game looks really impressive. It's visually pretty nice. Um, Looks a little freaky. Alan Wake looks pretty (laughs) Keanu-esque. And you play as not just Alan Wake, but uh, this FBI agent. I do not know her name, but you play as her. Um, Saga. Her name is Saga. That's that's a great name. It's a very interesting name. 
considering what a saga is. A collection of stories. Yeah. But this is only Alan Wake 2. Can't call it a saga if there's only two. Well, you probably can. Anyway. What does it mean? What does it all mean? I think we were pretty surprised by that October 12th. Would yeah. You, like, I, that's... I kind of thought this game was going to slip away, but no, it's hitting that Halloween deadline. Yeah, man. I am so excited for this game. The first Alan Wake came out a long time ago. Um, and it was one of those properties that I guess we all kind of just thought was going to be a one and done. Yeah. But the world and the story was very rich. I mean, maybe not the world so much because I think it's pretty much just like Twin Peaks, the game, but a little bit different. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. It's not Twin Peaks at all. It's the the environment is very Twin Peaks esque. Um, but anyway, I was really excited when I saw that October twelfth. I mean, October seventeenth uh, release date. I don't know why I said October twelfth. Because uh, I don't know. October twelfth sounds correct. But the but the funny thing is I'm getting married a few days after that, so I'm going to have, like, no time to play this game. So. Well, just cancel the – just cancel. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I think that makes more sense. Cancel. I'm excited, though, because, because Alan Wake is, like, it's a scary game, but it's not, like I – don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's not so, like – you know what i mean it's like it's there, it's what? a little more you know it's not like so in your face it's not jump scary it's like environmental yeah it's kind of like a slow burn um the first one was at least this game so, definitely looks like it has some blah, 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 but not a overwhelming amount yeah this was my most exciting thing that i saw until the next thing that we saw <laughs> <laughs> okay which was also very exciting because i uh we were shown off the very first trailer for Dragon's Dogma 2, uh, which is a game that we kind of didn't know about. Um, this was exciting to me personally because I loved Dragon's Dogma 1, which used to just be Dragon's Dogma. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this was funny because I, we were on the call and I was like, I bet this is Dragon's Dogma 2. And then it was. Like, I really, I called it. I just I want some credit for that. that. Well, because it said Capcom some... and you were like, well, obviously. It's like, well, they haven't shown anything yet. And then you were right. Well, it was like something about the style of the, I don't know. The, the game to me had a very unique, Dragon's Dogma 1 has a very unique design, even though you might think that it's sort of a uh, generic fantasy to me, it has a very unique design. I played a lot of it when I was younger, when it first came out on my yeah. Xbox 360. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really excited for this. Unfortunately, we got absolutely nothing in terms of uh, release. So uh, don't really know when this is happening. This was a, uh, there was a little bit of gameplay, some cinematics. So I'm expecting maybe 2024. Yeah, um, it is Capcom. So it's, they're usually pretty darn quick. That's why I was really surprised there was no release date. Yeah. I think something that that people who haven't played Dragon's Dogma maybe don't get is it's not – it's hard. It's a difficult game, and it's also like the, the pawn mechanics make it very interesting. Um, it's kind of – I don't want to say Monster Hunter-esque, but there are elements of Monster Hunter in it, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, so I'm excited for all the people who didn't play the first one to maybe go back, revisit, and then play the second one too. Is it really going to be a direct sequel story-wise? Do you know? I think so. Okay. Uh, maybe a few years later. 
I don't really know, but um, the the uh, the the antagonist looks the same to me. So I was just I'm pretty blown away by this trailer. I think it looks really stunning, and they have a really good art style going here. Yeah, I'm big fan. I don't know. I, it's one of those games. I'm like, I really want to play this, but then I'd have to play the first one. So part of me is like, maybe I'll just watch the story of the first one because my goodness, this game looks pretty incredible. Yeah. We'll see what else yeah. is coming out at the time. Maybe I'll have time to play the first before this one. Cause it's often on sale for like $2. Yeah. But it's not really, it's not a question of money. It's a question of time. Right. It is a commitment for sure. Um, of course, the most replayed moment in this trailer features some, uh, some Cat uh, girl? No. Booba? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Like, YouTube really called everyone out with that feature. Yeah. You know? I thought it'd be like the scary dragon eating that stone at the end. But no, it's 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 the scary phoenix lady with well endowment. Uh, so let's move on from that. Uh, Kelly, the uh, the third to last reveal... Um, was not a video game, but Gran Turismo, the movie, a trailer. Yes. So that was exciting, right? We were so excited. Um, no. Oh. It's funny. It was a trailer we had, like, seen before. Yeah, but it was cut differently, Kelly. Yeah, so true. Um, how about, okay, so that's the third to last, but the second to last, of course, is going to be a big thing, right? Mm -hmm. And you were really excited by Project Q. Mm Mm-hmm. The cloud-based portable console, right? Oh. Oh. I oh. Was... You weren't? N- no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry. You were excited by the official PlayStation earbuds. Yes. That was what I was looking forward to this whole presentation. Yes. The second to last thing announced was Project Q and earbuds. Project Q, a uh, worthless handheld console because it cannot be played without high-speed internet, which means, um, let's be realistic here, you can play it at home. Probably nowhere else. <laughs> That's so bad. That's, That's so uh, bad. You can't play this at a hotel. Hotel Wi-Fi is not going to be good enough for this. You're not going to be able to play this at the airport. What? No, definitely not. And, like, I don't think that used to be a thing with handhelds. I don't think the argument of, like, well, where can I play it? That was not necessarily the important part. But now it's like, okay, this is not a handheld exclusive console. This is a device for playing PlayStation 5 games somewhere else. But realistically, that only somewhere else is a different room of your house. (laughs) Plugged into the Wi-Fi cable. Yeah, and I'm like, this is pointless. This is wildly pointless. And it has, like... Nintendo Switch Joy-Coned the PlayStation 5 controller. The DualSense has been split in half and stuck on two sides of a tablet. This is going to be expensive. Uh, Yeah. I just... I I don't understand this... I don't understand this push for cloud gaming. I don't get it. I never will. It's... uh, Bad. It's bad. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work in a portable sense. It barely works... In in any other sense. So I just don't understand. I'll say it's fine as a supplement to regular video game options. To use it as like an exclusive ability to play games. That's a bad idea. You know? Right. We'll see how it turns out in probably a long time. But 
Yeah. You know what? I'm going to play on my project queue. Nothing because you're not getting one. But what are you <laughs> going to play on your project queue, Kelly? Spider-Man 2, uh, which was what closed out the show, unsurprisingly. Um, we got a very long gameplay reveal trailer-esque kind of thing um, where we basically got to see Peter and Miles. Just We got to see the switch back and forth thing. The GTA 5 switch back and forth thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got to see Peter, who interestingly enough seems to have an encounter with the symbiote, uh, which is Venom, for those who don't know. So he was wearing the Venom suit. Um, and we got to see all sorts of different types of gameplay. A little bit of combat, a little bit of swanging. Uh but unfortunately, we did not get a date. We just maintained that fall release window that we already knew about, which is a little bit shocking because this game looks pretty good, mm-hmm. and it's also June. Fall is uh, in a few weeks. So, yeah. So, yeah. I would have loved to get a final date. Uh, I think right now I'm going to ballpark it like November is kind of what I'm thinking now. I really thought it was September going to be September, but now it's like, I don't know if they're not confident enough to say that now. Yeah. is Are they I'm, really confident enough to say, like, it? I'd be shocked. They'd have to announce the release date in the next couple weeks for me to believe September. Yeah. I mean, who really knows what's going to happen in the next couple weeks? There's a lot of things. The beginning of June is, like, always crazy for gaming news. So who really knows what's going to happen? But, um... I don't know. I thought the game looks good. I, like I said, I think it looks good. I mean, the gameplay looks fun. It looks like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with both of them now, which is... I, I always like the inclusion of Miles Morales. I feel like he um, has really become a much more popular character in the past couple of years. Um, and it's nice to see him be the other main character. I love the Venom suit. I love Venom. He's yeah. like... That's my guy for real. Like I am in love with him in like not a normal. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so it was cool to see that be. I think it's interesting. Um, Peter Parker, who's voiced by Yuri Lowenthal. 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 He just his Peter Parker voice and his natural speaking voice, so to speak, is not super intimidating. No. Um, and it shouldn't be as Peter. Because Peter's not a scary guy, but uh, his his like his like symbiote suit voice, uh, <laughs> like very, it's just interesting, and it's, it's funny because scary. he's played he's played scary characters like I, you know, he's played scary characters before. He he he's been around a really long time. You know, he he did the voice for Sasuke from Naruto for like years and years and years and years. Uh, I it was just jarring. I think maybe because I'm just used to him as Peter, because that's been his thing, you know, for the yeah, past. I think couple we're years, all just kind so. of. I love him, but I think we're all maybe just a little too used to Yuri Lowenthal, so it's kind of hard to to put him in new boxes, you know. Yeah, but like you know, Troy Baker and like Matt Mercer and like even like Ray Chase and Robbie Damon, who are like newer. I, I feel like those those actors kind of have more it's not even necessarily more range it's just their voice changes more per role whereas Yuri Lowenthal 
bless his incredibly talented heart, kind of always sounds like Yuri Lowenthal. Yeah, it's just like the tonal quality of his voice is does not change over over like too much. But I I, I don't want this to sound like we're ragging on him. No, and he's I, so talented. I am excited to see more of the like Venom suit Peter Parker because he was really he was wild. He was wild and out. Um he, I'm I'm curious what's like is it going to just be like the Spider-Man 3 thing where there's like a little bit where he's kind of edgy and then he stops being edgy after like a couple hours or is this like <laughs> the game? Is he going to be like uh Toby Maguire <laughs> when he's like snapping. What does he say? It's like a meme now. The dancing on the street thing? Oh, no, no, when he's yelling at his landlord to fix the door. No, fix your own fix your own darn door. Yeah, something like that. He says fix the darn door. You're allowed to say it. Oh. Well, I won't. Let's see. I'm going to keep that E tag off. What's the what? It's it's fix the damn door. He yells at the landlord to fix the It's just funny. And now it's not funny because we've been talking about it for like the past 20 seconds and it would and now it's it's just gone on for too long, okay? And I can't take this anymore. I'm going crazy. It's you'll get this rent when you fix you'll get your rent when you fix this darn door. Right, 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 right. That's and edgy. Uh, I wish I had that energy. You'll get this rent <laughs> when you fix your fix this darn mailbox. He's so funny in that movie. Like Spider-Man 3 is not great, but it shines in some parts, you know? Do you think I could call Yuri Lowenthal and have him call my landlord as scary Spider-Man and and be mad at them so that they fix my mailbox? Yeah, probably. That's the plan now. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I think this is interesting, too, because we haven't really seen. Like, that was the last time we really saw this sort of iteration of of a symbiote Peter Parker, you know, was yeah. was that movie. We haven't really seen this version of Peter Parker in that context. And I think it's interesting because he's not just mean. You know what I mean? He's just like he's just like he, he's like angry. Yeah. He's like wound up. Yes. Um, High strung. Yeah. And I like that. I think that's interesting. You know, it's it's a little bit different from just like, I'm a mean guy now because I'm like got an alien, you know, living inside me or whatever. Um, um, it's just interesting. I think I'm mostly just disappointed by the lack of a release date, even though I do think the game looks like mm, as incredible as I expected. It didn't blow me away because I was like this. Yeah, it's Insomniac. Of course, this is how it looks, you know. Because it's a visual yeah. upgrade over P- the PS4 one, but also I just am excited to play it because I think it's just a fun gameplay loop, and I'll do it again happily. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the I'm excited for the the dual Spider Mans. I think being able to switch between them is going to be really fun. Yeah. Um. Well, that was the PlayStation Showcase. It was bad. Um, oh. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch because we watched it as a group, and that was good. But, oh my goodness, rough show. Rough show. Rough show. It was show. really rough. Mm-hmm. Would not recommend it. No, watch the trailers of the games we talked about, except Foam Star. Well, now watch the Foam Stars trailer. You need to know. <laughs> you know what? Do whatever you want. It's your life. If you want to watch the whole PlayStation Showcase, you do that. You know what you could do instead of that? What? Play video games. <gasps> no I, way. I played a lot of Zelda. My updated thoughts, 
it's bad now. Oh. No, it's still really, it's incredible. It's pretty <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I played for 50 more hours and I decided that it's bad. Yeah, I hate it. No, I love it. I did like all the towers. I've done two of the major story quests. I've done almost 80 shrines. I've been busy. But yeah, I'm just going to keep at it. I don't really have new thoughts other than, wow, it's good. Right. Do you have anything more than what we've said? No, I mean, I think we've really covered a lot. I mean, we can talk about this game and talk about new things about this game until the cows come home. Which, cows, if you're out there, please come home. I miss you. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm discovering more and more as I, I'm unpeeling it, you know? Yeah. And there are still things that I see other people, like, do online or they have online. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I didn't even know. Like, what? I don't even know that's a thing. So when I come and visit you soon, I'm going to take your Amiibos and I'm going to use them on my uh, um on my Switch so I can get all sorts of fun things. Okay. I don't have a lot of Zelda Amiibos, though. I know. I'm not going to use these Zelda Amiibos. Oh. The regular Amiibos, amiibos just give you, like, apples meat. and stuff. Yeah. I saw someone do a bunch of their, like, Amiibo cards, like their villager Amiibo cards from Animal Crossing. Oh, my God. And, and they got and they meat? just kept getting a bunch of meat. <laughs> that's so messed up. I don't know if it was just, like, a meme video or if that's actually what happens. No, that is. Like... But you get it for everything. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Like, I scanned my Samus amiibo, and it was like, here's some meat. Wow. Here's some cake. That's what it should have uh, said. Ooh, good one. Thanks, guys. I'll be here all week. Um, I did play something new, though. I'm only a couple hours in, so I'm not going to give very long impressions, but I've played Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the sequel to Fallen Order that came out just a few weeks ago. I started it up. I've played a couple hours. Uh, I, since I talked about that game pretty recently, I won't go too in depth on the general flow of the game. You play as a Jedi, you're exploring worlds. That's really all you need to know. I think that you get to keep all of your abilities from Fallen Order from the very start, which I think is a really fun way to make the game feel fast paced. Cal, the main character definitely moves a lot quicker and there's very snappy movement mechanics. Now I think it's just a thrill to play. I'm genuinely surprised how much better it feels than the first game, which already was pretty good. I think that the story is kind of taking a backseat and we're focusing on some some pretty nice character writing. And I think that improves things a lot because I don't care about the story of these games. Star Wars is such a played out canon. I don't care. But if you have some nice fundamental characters interacting with each other, fundamental character interactions, that's not a good word choice. Anyway. Uh, it, it brings something to it. You know, the table is fuller than it was before. Graphically, it's incredible. There's some issues on PS5. I know at launch it was even worse, but I, I've noticed some some weird frame dips. There's been quite a bit of screen tearing. Um, oh. But it's not unplayable by any stretch. It's just weird. Uh, there's been some visual glitches. There's like a character that dies in the very beginning of the game. And... Uh, Cal like checks her heartbeat by putting his fingers on her neck and her mm. eyes are like, you know, like dead looking ahead. And then for the last like couple frames before it cut away, her eyes like moved. And I was like, ah. that's so scary. Yeah. Was, that was not intentional. No, no, no. Like she's dead. But like, oh, the eyes are like set to like not move. And then they like in the last couple frames, they accidentally like turned on auto track again. So they looked up. Oh, it was no, really that's that is really scary. And I like tried <laughs> to get a capture, but you couldn't see it in the capture because it was like a couple frames and the PlayStation capture only lets you pause per second. And I was like, dang it. 
but oh well it was spooky um but that was like it wasn't an emotional scene it was like the very start um i'm really enjoying it i'm i'm going to play more i will finish this game at some point Sadly, I'll be, not sadly, I will be distracted because I am going to try out Street Fighter VI when it comes out in a couple days here. Uh, The impressions on the internet are kind of insane. I thought this game would be like a solid, like, 8 out of 10 kind of of affair. But alas, it is tied with Smash for the highest rated fighting game. Wow. Yeah. Wowee. I'm now excited to play it, and I'm curious what it is going to with is what's it's going to hold for me. Yeah, you know, I might, you know, watch. I me love play. a game with character customization and a storyline. So who knows? Maybe I'll maybe I'll dust off my old fighting game chops. Oh, okay. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? I don't know. I was like, do you have like a fighting controller? No, no. I did well, play Naruto uh, Ninja. Uh, Mark of the Ninja, Ninja Storm. Heroes of Storm. Yeah, yeah, something like that uh, when I was like 13 on my well, Wii. Well, you could try Street Fighter Six next time I see you. Sure, yeah. Turn on auto battle so you just press the buttons and do cool things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I you know so. I will be playing as just Cammy. Right, right, right. As you should, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. Uh happy anniversary to this show. Woo! Happy anniversary. We did it. We did it. We did it. Two Hooray. years. We oh. did it. Oh. I thought we were doing the Dora. No, I'm sorry. Now we see we did it. We went across the forest and recorded a podcast. We did it. Did it. We did it. We did it. Hey. We did it. And when you turn on Spotify, you listen to Talking Games. We did it. Thank you for stopping because I would have had to keep going. <laughs> I think it needed to end. It yeah. needed to be like like brought out to the backyard and and uh, given a, a noble death. Um, Just like this show. Uh, Nope. Oh. We're going to be here for at least... Another like seventeen years. That's my promise. Oh wow, that's really quite the promise. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll we'll be here for another week. That's all I can really promise at any <laughs> given point that we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I'm so excited to talk to you again next week about more video games. Bye.